0: Thank you for that good singing. Amen. Turn your Bibles tonight, if you would, to First Kings. No, 2 Kings, I'm sorry. 2 Kings chapter 2. 2 Kings chapter 2. I'm going to begin to read in verse 1. And it came to pass, when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, then Elijah went unto Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, here I pray thee, the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knoweth thou? That the Lord would take away thy master from thy head today. And he said, yea, I know it. Hold ye your peace. In other words, shut up. I like that. (laughs) In verse four, and Elisha, Elijah said unto Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Knowest thou that the Lord take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yea, I know it. Hold ye peace. And Elijah said unto him, Terry, I pray thee here, for the Lord hath sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they two went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view before all. And they too stood by, they too stood by Jordan. And Elisha, Elijah, took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters. And they were divided hither and thither so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass, as they went on and talked, that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire, and horsemen of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried, "My father, my father!" The chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah, that fell from him, and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that we'll learn to rejoice every day in the thought that you could come any moment, that we'd be ready and looking for it and even praying for it, what a sight it's going to be. Bless us today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I was rejoicing with a man yesterday at, uh, at our meeting at the... We served the Lord at Timelines Baptist Church years ago together, and we had 66 buses that went all over Hillbrook County and brought kids in and children, men and women on our buses. And uh, one time I asked Dr. Jack Van Empe to come, and Dr. Schaefer asked me to uh, handle the promotion, get them all there, and, and we had 1,200 kids. I mean, young people on buses. And on that ball field, we had a football field. And Dr. Jack Benny became a priest, and we had people all over that field saved. They, they, we would have teachers, and they circle the teachers, sit on the ground out there, and they took him. we were rejoicing in that. And one of the men that uh, started, me and him started out in the bus business, or, or running the bus to get first ones we ever had there at Temple Ice. me and him bought it. I was Corden Malden and uh, just before Corden died I never will forget the joy of being there in his uh, room where he was in this rest home, and he had Alzheimer's real bad and uh, I went in and sat down on the side of his bed and I said "Uh, Corden you know who this is? Yeah I know who that is and he said will you turn the lights out? They was already out. And he said, I said, he, You remember the time when you went, soul winning, knocked on doors, and people cussed us out, people loved us, and we used to got people to come on buses and serve the Lord with? Yeah. Would you pull that curtain down? It's too bright in here. <laughs> and we, we had the best time reminiscing, though, of the times that we had leading people to Christ. And I got to thinking uh, last night, just thinking on this subject. He's already in heaven now. And he's enjoying the rewards of his labor of serving the Lord and seeing all those kids and all those men and women come to Christ. And the Bible has much to say about leaving here and going and being with the Lord and what a great day it's going to be. Now, I try to, when I... When I read these verses of 2 Kings chapter 2 and Elijah and Elijah, I try to fathom what it would have been like for these two men to be walking along and one of them taken up in a cloud of of fire and a whirlwind and, and going into heaven and he sees him no more. Man, what a sight that must have been. Now turn with me to Acts for just a minute, please. Acts chapter 1. And I'll, I'll read verse, uh, starting in verse 9. Acts chapter 1 and verse 9, please. And when he had spoken these things, when they beheld, he was taken up, and the cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come, and like manner shall see him go into heaven. They return, and so on. Now, all I want you to see there is that Jesus went up into heaven also. Now, in other words, the, the next great event of all the ages is the second coming of Jesus Christ our Lord at the rapture. Now, uh, just as Elijah represents all the saved people who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, and just as Elijah was caught up out of the world into God's presence in the heavenly bodily, uh, so shall we be caught up together into rapture when Jesus comes back. And according to verses eleven and twelve here, uh, Jesus is our King, and He always will be. What a sight is going to be so! To see him again. Now the Bible says, unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Ever since I've been saved, and and especially when I preach funerals, and I preach a lot of them over the years, in First Thessalonians 4 verse 16 I read, uh, to, in the service I always have, uh, I, in fact I went to preach at one uh, funeral service, and the funeral director heard me so many times, he said, "I guess you're going to speak on First Thessalonians 4 again." I said, Do you got something better? If you have, I'll read that. That's the best part of it all." Amen. As the Bible says, "Absent body, present with the Lord," and it tells us just how it's done there in First Thessalonians. Now, there are two men in the Bible who never died, and that's Elijah and Enoch. And even Jesus had to die for our sins. Uh, these two men are types of people alive when Jesus comes back now I long to hear the trumpet I don't I I hear people talking about one day Gabriel's going to blow his horn and Gabriel's going to do this I don't know about you but I just believe Jesus is coming after me amen now I know angels have a lot to do with it but I just believe Jesus is coming back just like He said and I long to hear that I long to hear the shout and the voice of the archangel. I long to see the chariot of fire and horsemen thereof. And there are five reasons that I long for that. I want to be delivered from this sinful world. Now this world is not my home. You know, a, a man told me this one time. He said, Brother Strong, I thought this one man was really my close friend. And he come up to me and he said, Brother Strong, that man, is not your friend. I want you to know that. He's been talking behind your back, trying to do everything he can to harm you. And I just want you to know it. You know, that's hard to deal with as a human being. We all have it. We all have to deal with it. This world is just not our home. And i have just passing through this whole world, this whole sinful world. My home is heaven. This world is filled with sin, sorrow, death, and pain. The devil is the god of this world. The devil is in control down here. But one day Jesus is coming back and when he does, all this will be done away with according to Revelation 21 and verse 8. So first of all, I long to be delivered from this whole world from sin. I long to be delivered from this sinful body. I get so tired of fighting my flesh. The Bible says our flesh is our greatest enemy. Are we down here? Romans chapter 7 verse 14 to 25 talks about that we struggle all the time within our bodies. I find myself trying, wanting to do things I ought not to do and I find myself not doing the things I ought to do and there's a struggle goes on in our flesh all the time. Now, how I thank God one day when Jesus comes this battle that rages within us will come to an end. This body rebels against God. It refuses to bow to God's will without a fight. We can't pray as we ought. Our faith is weak because of self. We don't have full joy because of self. I long for the day that 1 John 3 and verse 2 speaks of that one day we'll see Him and then that joy will be complete. I long for that. I long for the rapture because I want to see Jesus' face to face. Jesus loves me so much he died for me think about that John 3:16 do you know the Bible said even for a good man someone even dare to die I didn't understand that till one day I, I was thinking about that uh, Kennedy uh, they, they was trying uh, they shot him and a man dove in his car uh, trying to get him between him and the bullet and I thought about that as I thought that some people will die for a good man. But the Bible says there's none good. And you think about that. I've done my best to tell people about my Savior. I've done my best to to serve my Lord the best I can. I've had great joy. I've seen people receive Christ as Savior, and then I've seen people serve Him afterwards. And the greatest joy I'll ever have, and every Christian ought to have, is when we see Jesus face to face there be joy unspeakable and full of glory just to see His face. And by the way, I don't think artists can paint Him. I don't think the pictures that we see uh, hanging on people's walls is what Jesus was like. But I do know one thing. He's got a glorious face and I want to see it one day. I long for the rapture because I want to see and be with those who have gone on before. Now, I know this for certain. A child of God never dies. In Second Corinthians five verse eighteen says, "We are confident, I say, and willing, ready to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord." No death is mentioned there. That's life. Hebrews twelve one talks about a cloud, of witness we are compassed about with, or watching over us as we run the race of life. Simply meaning, we got friends, we got loved ones that's gone on before, and they're our witnesses that there is such a place called heaven. They've gone there. And I long to see them again. And by the way, I will see them again. According to 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16. I long for the rapture because I want the reward. Now, (coughs) Revelation 22 and verse 12 talks about rewards when we get to heaven. And there are crowns that we can win down here. And they're for one purpose, and that is to lay at Jesus' feet and thank Him for what He's done for us. There are five crowns of rewards we can earn while we are here on this earth. And they're to be given uh, and are laid at Jesus' feet when Jesus comes back. There's a crown of righteousness. That's those who love His appearing. I don't know about you, but I long for it and I love to see the thought of Jesus coming back. There's a crown of life, James 1 and verse 12 talk about. That's for those who love the Lord. Then there's a crown of glory in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 4. And that's soul winners for those who live clean lives and want to be soul winners that we can be a witness for Christ. Then there's an incorruptible crown in First Corinthians 9, verse 25. Now, I've done my best to serve the Lord, and I know I have rewards to lay at Jesus' feet and show the world I love my Lord and Savior. Here's what I'm saying. I think, God, that Jesus Christ is coming again, and it could be today. I long for it. <clears throat> I long for Jesus to come. I've always wanted to be alive when Jesus has come. And you know what I'd rejoice in? I might be. I might be. He could come tonight. And what a thought that I could actually see Him coming back one day. But if I die before He comes, I know I'm going to heaven. Amen. And I look for it. I just wanted to share that with you tonight because I've had a good day in it today just studying those verses, reading them over and over. glad I'm saved tonight. And by the way, get somebody this week and just get aside somehow or another and talk to them about the Lord. You'll be surprised. I, I believe that God has sent into our nation what is going on right now. I heard a man asked uh, uh one of the somebody the other day on the news commentator, Do you believe it's ordained of God that uh Biden is our president right now? And he paused for a long time and he said, I do. I do too. You know why? I, I believe God wants to wake America up, and He's using Him to do it. And I don't know what's ahead of us, but I know one thing, it ain't going to be good. And I, I, I just long for Jesus to come back because of it, but if He don't, I want to get somebody, and, and this is the only reason I mentioned, what I just said, is, do you remember World War Two? I was very little at that time, but I'm 88 years old, I remember the day that they, they bombed Pearl Harbor. And I remember that, what a joy it was when the war ended. But before the war ended, if we, they would ride mules, they would ride wagons, they would walk, they'd do anything to get to church. They'd do anything to sit under preaching to God's Word. And they come to God. But just as soon as the war was over, and just as soon as peace reigned, they went right back to missing the Lord's house and getting away from the Lord. And now, God's got us right back to World War II ended, or was during that time, to the place of uneasiness. And I'm going to tell you what folks. I talk to people all the time scared to death. I mean, retired people, older people, can't pay their bills, can't even buy enough groceries the way it's going and if it keeps good it's going to get harder and I'm telling you what the only reason I want to tell you, mention that because I'm not a sadist I believe there's great things for us and looking for us now is the best time in history that you can win people to Christ you know why? they're looking for something and they don't even know what they're looking for and Jesus is the answer I mean, I can't get over this couple that just got uh, saved here in church. And uh, they were telling somebody, uh, somebody asked them right in front of me, when you're going to get married or something. I, I forgot what to ask him, And they said, just as soon as some things are settled where they can, they're going to get married. Because he called me the, the Sunday after, when the guy baptized, uh, he got baptized, they called me before he got home. And I recalled him because I didn't know what was going on. And he said, Preacher, I want to get my life straightened out. That's a proof of real salvation. Amen. And they're thrilled to death. You know, how many of you know is waiting for somebody just to come tap them on the shoulder and say, Hey, I love you. Will you go to church with me? Will you serve the Lord? You don't know what that will do to somebody's life. And you can do it. Amen. Bring somebody, especially next Sunday, and to the Lord, and God will reward you for it. And in one day you can lay at Jesus' feet the crown and thank you for saving your soul. Stand with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, it's with great joy that we rejoice every day at the very fact that we can look up one day and there you come In a whirlwind of fire after us. And take us out of this crooked, perverse world. But thank God for Your salvation and peace in our heart as we're here. Bless us, we do pray now. Go with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sing, something, please. Hymn number 388. Hymn number 388. Is your all on the altar? And we'll sing out on that first verse. You have longed for sweet peace, and for faith to increase.